good news. The podcast show 2022 is coming to Islington, London on May the 25th and 26th. It's a brand new international festival for podcasting, for creators, the industry and podcast fans. Featuring over 350 world-class speakers, 150 panels and sessions, access to 120 global brands including us at Podbible, plus unmissable live shows. If you're passionate about podcasting, this is for you. Delegate day passes are on sale now from £55, and if you use the promo code PODBIBLE, you can get a special 20% off. That's PODBIBLE without a space. Book yours now at thepodcastshowlondon.com. That's thepodcastshowlondon.com, and we'll see you there. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. My name is Adam Richardson. I'm the host of the Pod Bible Podcast, the editor of the Pod Bible Magazine, a contributor to the Pod Bible website. I used to sort of take control of that, but now our digital editor, Fran Tarowskis, is smashing that. She doesn't need my help. She does sometimes, but I just refuse. Welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. It is a delight to have you with us. Uh, we were here a couple of weeks ago with a bonus episode where we spoke to three podcasts who have advertised in Pod Bible Magazine, Verbal Diorama, Behavioral Grooves, and the Filmmakers Podcast. Uh, we wanted to find out a little bit more about their show, so it was lovely to chat to the people behind them. Uh, before that, our uh, sort of standard episode, episode 104, uh, we had Your Aunties Could Never, Bottoming, and Sweet Bobby all represented. So go and check out episode 104 uh if you fancy i nearly said issue there and the reason i nearly said issue is because the new pod bible issue issue 20 is out right now it came out yesterday sunday with the sunday times Sixty-five thousand copies the most we've ever distributed uh, got sent out across the country if you managed to grab one i hope you enjoyed it if you didn't you can head to podbiblemag.com you can order a copy to your door or you can just read the digital edition uh, it does of course feature cover stars ramesh ranganathan and tom davies from wolf and owl do you guys listen to wolf and owl i didn't for a long time i thought i don't need another podcast with just comedians chatting to each other but it turns out i was wrong it's so good the dynamic between them is amazing and the advice they give is genuinely good advice uh, and often very heartfelt and lovely so yeah i i fully recommend that but yeah go and have a read of the interview we did with them podbiblemag.com all right let's get on to this episode we have got a cracking lineup i'm really happy with this first chat it's a podcast that I've been really interested in. And as I mentioned in the chat, it's something a bit different uh, to what we usually cover. It's a Spotify original and it's called Decode. And we're going to speak to Kayo Chingonyi right now all about it. Okay, it's time for another Pod Bible podcast. And today I am joined by Kayo Chingonyi and we are going to talk all about Decode. How are you, Kayo? We are indeed. I'm good. Thank you. Good. Um, it's a pleasure to have you here. And this is a podcast that is a little bit different to um, some of the podcasts that, that we usually talk about. We often get people who uh, are interviewing people or we get a podcast where it's people getting together every week to discuss a certain subject. I've been trying to get more of these kind of shows on things that are a bit more structured, a bit more prepared, something that's going in depth into a certain thing. There's been a lot of pre-production uh, and then you end up with this amazing uh, final series. 
there may be some people who haven't heard of Decode. And I just wondered, uh, Kay, to start things off, if you might be able to tell us a little bit about the show, the concept and uh, what it involves. Yeah, sure. So Decode is a spin-off of an American podcast called Dissect run by Cole Kushner. And the whole idea of Decode is to look in depth across a series of a podcast at one album. So each episode, we talk about one track, and all of the episodes talk about the kind of culture that surrounds the release of the album, and also the kind of creative moment that the album was made into. And I guess more general stuff about making music and releasing it into the world. So the whole idea is to just spend a lot of time with one album, not studying it, but kind of like trying to get to know it even better. All right. So Decode, uh, I take it, focuses more on British artists, British um, albums. Is that right? Yeah. So since it's the it's the UK version, we focus primarily on UK artists. Mm-hmm. We kind of set a set a template by which we look at some global music, but the the focus is is British music, uh, recent British releases, and so we. Looked at Dave's psychodrama in the first series and the second series is for Skepta's Konnichiwa. So yeah, it's a it's a British affair. Right. I imagine it must be incredibly hard to decide which albums uh, to go for. But maybe we can touch on that uh, in, a, in a little bit. I'm interested to know how, how you got involved. How did you end up uh, hosting this series? It was one of those um, one of those processes whereby I'm not entirely sure about the the entire thing um but um i really love music i'm a writer and i think a lot about music and it was through my literary agent that the request came to do the series so obviously through my writing and other things i've been doing i've obviously been making clear that i love music putting that out into the world so that must have come across at some level um, right for the request to come through But yeah, it was a request through my agent. And then we talked about what the series would be. I sent through like a, uh, an audition effectively, or like a draft version of an episode, a little bit of an episode and was, um, very luckily commissioned to work on it. So that's how it worked for me. Okay. But what I know is that the process was happening long before I, I joined, but I'm really happy to be part of it. Um, and to have been like, yeah, to have been seen as someone that would add something to it is is really gratifying. Yeah, certainly, I can imagine. So did they already have the Skepta album in mind? And did and was it a case of, I mean, were they aware that you were a fan of that? How did, how did that work? With the first season, we worked on Dave's psychodrama, and I think that was kind of already in mind. So if I didn't... Mm if I didn't want to make a series about that album, it probably wouldn't have worked. But as it happens, that had been the recent album I'd been listening to and really enjoying. It really resonated with me. And with Skepta, I've been a Skepta fan for a long time. And so when it came to talking about what we might do for a second series, Skepta was in the conversation from really early doors. So it wasn't it wasn't a stretch at all to work on Konnichiwa. And in particular, because I grew up around grime, there's something maybe that I'm bringing to the series, which is about that kind of homegrown element, that mm. DIY aesthetic within Grime. So yeah, Skepta was a natural, natural fit for the second season and really happy to be working on Konnichiwa, especially. I think it's a it's a really special album. Yeah. And obviously the format is that each week you are going chronologically through the album. So you're starting with the track one um, and then the next week it's track two and so on, so on until you finished. Mm. 
I mean, is is there a format to to each episode? Is it is there are there certain touch points that you're looking at, or are you just very much being led by the song, your reaction to the song, um, and and generally, you know, people's reaction to that specific track, and just seeing where it goes? Do you know, it's a mixture between a format and a kind of reaction to what the song brings up. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a rough structure that we have in mind, which is inclusive of the ways we want to tell the story about a track. So we have a way we like to begin, we have a way that we like to end an episode. But the stuff in the middle, as you say, is very driven by what each track wants uh, us to talk about. And so, yeah, we're, we're taking on a real journey in terms of the subjects that we cover, but also how we cover them. Sometimes the tone or, yeah, the direction of how we tell the story is guided by a particular track, maybe... Maybe there's a there's a track that's really, for want of a better word, cheeky or something like that. And so that yeah. brings out like a little cheek in the delivery of the episode as well. Or, you know, a more serious track will lend itself to a more serious approach in how we tell the story. So, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely guided half and half by a format we have in mind. And then something that happens when we listen again to the music and it takes us in whatever direction the artist was envisaging. Fantastic. Now, I usually ask um, when we get guests on and talking about their podcasts, if there are any particular standout episodes or episodes that you'd point people to. But obviously, this is an interesting one, because I would imagine, you know, the average Skepta fan might see this series when it's all been released. And I imagine a lot of them will start a track episode one and listen to all of it. You may get some people coming to it and thinking, oh, I like that Skepta track. I'll go and listen to that episode. But for you, I imagine you, you know, you love the album. I'm sure there are tracks that you had that were your favourites. Would you point people to to those or are there other tracks that having done the episode, you have grown to love in a totally different way uh, that, you know, and you'd end up pointing people towards those episodes. Uh, are there standout episodes? Or are they all just mm. all gold? <laughs> I definitely think people should should listen to the whole thing because of the way that, because of the way that the story of the album is expressed through an mm. entire series. That's that's one format that we always keep to, is that we're asking questions and telling stories about the album through the whole series. Um, okay. In terms of standout episodes, though, like if you have a favourite Skepta track, I definitely think from this album, go to that go to that episode and then work backwards maybe. But for me, I really enjoyed That's Not Me. That episode was yeah. really fun. Because it's a really infectious track, and talking about that quality of music is so difficult to put into words. And that challenge was really enjoyable to try and get into words, that quality of a song that just makes you groove, makes you move, makes you interested. And similarly, it was also really powerful, I think, to talk about some of the quieter moments on the album as well. The very last track, Text Me Back, I think that episode is is a way of kind of thinking about what the whole album has been doing, but it's a quieter quite a song and it's a song that you that you need to listen to a number of times to really pick up all of the things it's trying to do yeah those those were my particularly enjoyable ones to to make because of the challenge of making them i suppose and what they represented but yeah there's there's some gold across the whole thing that you can find by following the path i suppose following the rainbow yeah, I guess there's certain threads that, that go on throughout the, the whole thing. And uh, I guess the nature of the albums that you've been picking so far, 
you're not just picking uh, the albums that are necessarily just all of these standalone bangers or you know individual tracks that don't connect so yeah i guess uh, there's always going to be a lot a lot to learn from listening to all of the episodes in order i'm i'm intrigued to to know how it's changed your relationship with the album because obviously you're a big fan of it uh, beforehand but mm. now you know it you know you know a lot more about it and you've had to spend a lot of time about it and you uh, with it and you've had to spend a lot of time listening to it and thinking about it and talking about it mm. um did you have to have a break from the album after or are you just even more madly in love with it now I always break from listening material after a while mm. because there's nothing for me there's nothing like that moment when you first hear it and the moment when you first hear it and it starts to get into your body is a really powerful moment but when you first hear it and you really feel it and it resonates I think that's mm. an even deeper moment and working on this series of the podcast has really helped me to find the resonances of the album that maybe I didn't feel before I didn't I didn't right. quite pick up that this thread was in the album and working on it has really brought that out uh for example I guess from being a fan of the album in the ways that I was before doing the series I didn't realize the amount of personal material is in the album so there's a later Skepta album called Ignorance is Bliss which people think of as more personal but in fact Konnichiwa's really personal he's really wrestling mm. with some deep things in this album but he does it in a way that's maybe more subtle less directed than the later album and so you might miss it initially but it's definitely there and it's guiding what the tracks are doing so when i listen to the album now i'm really feeling all of these personal resonances and i'm feeling this emotional heart even in the midst of what you might call a banger so you know there's there's a groove there's a dance but yeah. there's also that heart as well and i think that's what you get from spending that amount of time with an album you start to you start to get to the embodied process by which it was made what people were feeling where they were at emotionally as well as just like what it sounds like you know yeah love it beautiful i love um just the concept of spending time proper time with an album obviously you know it's a much discussed subject that you know albums um for a period it looked like you know they were dying out people were preferring to shuffle their music and and listen to singles and all that kind of stuff but I think obviously with the help of this kind of project these kind of podcasts and and the likes of you doing so much great work uh in this area it's uh helping people really connect and uh yeah I haven't listened to the full series yet obviously because it's not all available but I haven't listened to the full episodes that are available but I did listen to the first one in prep and uh yeah I'm, I'm gonna get straight back on that so Thank you very much, uh, Kayo, for coming on and discussing Decode. Listeners, when this is out, I think about half the episodes are out, four or five of them or, or something like that. So it's a good time to jump on Spotify and have a listen. And uh, Kayo will be back uh, in the future to recommend some podcasts as well. So thanks very much for your time. Thank you so much. Spring has sprung and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning in your pants. Trust me, your confidence will be blooming like the flowers this upcoming spring. It's time to clear out that winter bush and join the other 4 million men who trust Manscaped. Use code PODBIBLE to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Isn't it great that people are talking about this kind of thing now? It used to be something that people did secretly and maybe even felt a little bit ashamed about keeping things tidy down there, which is madness in my eyes and it's great that manscaped are changing that and getting people talking about it and getting people looking after their down below areas manscaped are the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming and have forever changed the grooming game with their amazing performance package 4.0 
Inside this ball care bundle, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker, an ear and nose hair trimmer, crop reserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Now, all of those things are absolutely amazing, but I am a particular fan of the Weed Whacker. Have you ever met someone who finds nose hairs attractive? The Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose and ear holes. If you purchase the Performance Package 4.0 now, you will receive two free gifts, the Performance Boxer Briefs and Shed Travel Bag, so you can smell and feel good this spring. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code podbible at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code podbible, all one word, P-O-D-B-I-B-L-E at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. Thank you, Kayo, for that. And uh, Kayo will be back in a couple of weeks talking about podcasts that he loves to listen to. Uh, Speaking of which, the recommendation section of the podcast, we have return guests talking about shows that they love and we've got jess robinson who is of course host of stars in your ears and she's here to recommend a pod bible favorite pod recommendation time and we have return guest today it's jess robinson she has recommended the horn section on a previous episode jess i'm interested are we going to go with a similar vibe is it going to be entertainment is it going to be singing what's it going to be today uh, today we are going to be. Uh, I'm going to recommend uh, drunk women solving crime. Oh, brilliant! Yes. Have okay. you had this recommendation before? I don't know if anybody's recommended it. We had drunk women solving crime on the magazine cover oh, a little you? while ago, and also they were one of the very early guests. One of the first ones we recorded of uh, of this podcast was with uh, the uh, three drunk women. Uh, yeah. when we could record face-to-face a long time ago. Um, so, yeah, I love them. They're great. They've always been brilliant people to deal with. Uh, and, yeah. of course, their show is fantastic. I just don't know how they do it every week. But what is it for people who don't know what it is? So they get a guest in. They have lots of drinks. I know because I've done this and I got okay. extremely hammered. <laughs> you get there, you're plied with drinks. You have a natter and then they start recording. And one of them, I think it was... I can't remember who it was, maybe Taylor or Hannah. Someone reads to you an old crime that has happened from um, uh, over the years and you have to guess, they keep pausing in the story and you have to guess what happened next and you discuss um, how this murder, for example, could have taken place and who they who you think was uh, responsible. And um, when I... <laughs> When I went on it, all of my ideas and suspicions were far darker and sicker and more (laughs) disturbing than actually what happened. And I just ended up sounding like a total uh, sociopath, Um, a really drunk sociopath, which was great. But I really love um, thrillers and um, sort of crime novels and crime stories and dramas and things like that. So I'm always listening to something like that. And I've got a very overactive imagination. I was quite disappointed that the crime was not sicker than... Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> well, now they'll know. They'll know for next time you get on. Now they'll, yeah, they'll get something, get something awful gruesome. for Jess. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's so much fun. It's really, again... 
for something that's you know quite a dark subject matter is very light-hearted and very mm. funny and very silly and all about the the interaction and they also get listeners to uh write in with their crimes and things that have happened to them and and uh the girls try and solve it with the help of the guest and um oh it's just great it's just yeah. really fun Yes, I like the fact that they have the listener crimes, which because obviously they're all um, you know slightly more topical and modern day. Because a lot of the older crimes that they look at tend to be quite old, right? So, so where yeah. there's a lot of distance, and most of the people involved, you know, probably no longer with us, and mm-hmm. uh, sort of a bit easier to talk about that kind of thing, isn't it? To sort of, yeah. sort of have the comedy side of it when you're talking about something that was such a long time ago. Um, and yeah. there aren't necessarily people around who might listen who were involved and that kind of thing. Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. You've got to be sensitive, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> I'm sort of claiming that that's my thought, but I think I spoke to Amanda, who's the producer, and we were talking yeah. about something, and I think that was a point that she made, is that they try and make sure they, they have stuff that is that, that, that that is very old and feels like another era, another time. Um, yes because it is a weird one you know because you know they're sensitive subjects and it is true crime at the end of the day and so doing a true crime comedy could be tricky right but they do they do deal with things sensitively and uh maybe that's why i've never been back on (laughs) 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 came in and just took the piss all the way through (laughs) yeah they're like this is a bit much big black mark next to uh next to jess's name (laughs) so so you did it with them you know, face to face was it pre yes, pre pandemic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, because I know they oh, carried so them fun. on uh, over Zoom. Um, yes. During the pandemic, and they've they've returned to live shows, and I think they've got a London residency now, and it just seems to be going from strength to strength. It's amazing, ba- yeah. It's bashing great. out shows every week, getting drunk, very I mean, drunk, very regularly. It's quite a commitment. Yeah. I got drunk yeah. on Friday, and I feel like I can't ever get drunk again. I yeah. know next Friday, <laughs> but still, it is a commitment. Yeah. It is cool. Oh, well, I'm really chuffed that you've recommended that because, as I said, they were on the um, an early episode and they've been on the magazine and in the magazine a few times. But it's another show that is sort of sort of quite popular and people do know about it, but nobody's spoken about it here. So, oh, well, that's really good. Chuffed. Yeah, yeah, you picked another good one. Thank you very much, Jess. I've done some randoms. Yeah, good. Thank you, Jess, for that. Recommending the classic Drunk Women Solving Crime. Uh, what a podcast. Uh, the three uh, wonderful hosts were on the Pod Bible podcast pretty early. Let's scroll back through. They were one of the first ones we ever recorded, actually. Episode two. I think we're going to need to get them back on at some point because a lot has happened. They're back to doing live shows now. Uh, they were also on the cover of Pod Bible. They were our cover stars for issue eight. Uh, you can order that to your door or go and read that at podbiblemag.com. They're favourites of ours, and it's really cool to have them recommended by Jess. So thank you, Jess. All right, last recommendation, the final part of the show for today. We have one half of the Two Twos podcast, Rose. Uh, she was on with Nana talking about Two Twos on episode 102, 102, if you want to go and listen to that. But for now, Rose is going to recommend a show for us to listen to. All right, it's time for a podcast recommendation now, and uh, we have returned guests. We've got both Rose and Nana from Two Twos Podcast, um, but we're going to focus mostly on Rose today. How are you, Rose? Good, good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Nana is here in the background, and sh- I'm sure you'll be getting involved if you totally disagree with what Rose <laughs> says, right? Absolutely. Perfect. All right, Rose, 
what would you like to recommend for us? Today? Okay, so I'm going to recommend Take 10 of Twiggy podcast. Um, okay. It's literally, it's what it's meant to be 10 minutes. Sometimes she talks for 20, but it's meant to be a 10 minute podcast. It's a weekly podcast that comes out every single Sunday. And it's just about like self-improvement, affirmations, and just getting your week started correctly and right. And for me, it's just a very, it's a very, she's got a very soothing voice. So if, if it's not a Sunday evening, rest, Monday, the bustle of Monday is there and you're going to be relaxed. That's how, that's what I like about Ted and Twiggy. And um, it's always just quite relatable and it's easy to listen to. I understand some people can't listen to a podcast for two hours straight or yeah. some people can, some people can't. But the 10 minutes, I think it's for everybody, you know, and um, her audience is very universal. Yeah, take Ted and Twiggy, let's go for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's like the perfect recommendation. <laughs> just totally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh cool well so yeah you say it's 10 minutes and that she always tries to keep it to 10 minutes let's be honest like how often does she deviate from that is it like 20 minutes oh. does she ever get up to half an hour are we because bite-sized yeah. ones are good these days they are, I, to be honest with you i think she needs to change the name because it's, these days it's more than 10 minutes right. <laughs> so I think, I maybe maybe take with twiggy i don't know but i don't think it's been 10 minutes for about six months <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, there was a podcast I used to listen to years ago called the Ten Minute Podcast, and for the first few episodes it was ten minutes, and then yeah, you'd get twenty minute, thirty minute, forty minute, but you can't go changing the name, of, you know, every five oh, minutes. No, so. you can't. <laughs> so um, for people who don't know Twiggy, because I, I think I remember somebody mentioning this a long time ago, and I discovered it. I wasn't aware who Twiggy was. Like, could mm-hmm. you tell people like her background or you know? Yeah, so um, Twiggy, Twiggy Jalot. Twiggy Jalot is a um, beauty and lifestyle journalist at British Vogue and wellness as well. She does a lot of wellness things. She's really into wellness things like um, crystals and meditation. And right. she kind of incorporates that in the podcast. So she also um, does card pulls in there. So at the end of the episode, she'll pull a card from her deck and talk about whatever the card is. And um, that's what she does. And online, you can see her being doing that influencer stuff and fashion and shoes okay. and beauty. Um, and she also does host um, Adidas podcast as well. Um, that's right. the stuff that she does on the side. Um, but yeah, Take 10 of Twiggy is her main baby. Cool. I think that gives a pretty decent idea of the kind of stuff that she uh, may well end up discussing. Nana, have you listened? Are you a fan as well? Or? I'm not a fan, I'm no. So I can't sure. say, no, I'm joking. I'm a, I am a fan. <laughs> <laughs> can't say I'm part of that podcast. No, I'm joking. I am a fan of Twiggy. Um, just as Rosie said, like, she's got such a soothing voice. Like, it just, it just, it just makes you so warm. It just makes you want to, like take your covers and just wrap it around you and just listen to her because she's got such a soothing voice. And I would agree, like, Sunday is the perfect day for that for that podcast to come out because it's it's the day before you go back to work, you know, and everybody hates, you know, the Monday to Friday, nine to five. So it just gets you in that, it gets you in a good place to start your week, I would say. So I, um, I yeah, definitely would recommend that to everybody because, you know, wellness is for everyone. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, if it's about wellness and it's all, you know, that kind of calming thing, you don't, it's good that she's got that calming, the like nice oh, yeah. voice, right? There are a lot of good voices in podcasting, but then every so often you'll listen to a podcast, you're like, I do like this content, but I'm not, I don't know if I can listen to this voice for a, for a long time. It's so, funny, yeah. that's what I feel like that about my voice. Right, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not at all. Cool. All right. Take 10 with Twiggy then. Uh, thank you very much for that recommendation. Sure. Thank you, Rose. Take 10 with Twiggy. I think we had that recommended a long time ago, uh, 50, 60, 
episodes ago, something like that. But yeah, nice to have another shout for Take 10 with Twiggy. So thank you, Rose. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Kayo. Thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you to Buddy Peace once again for his sterling work on the Pod Bible podcast. Thank you to ACAST. We're part of the Creator Network and we're very happy about it. And thank you to everybody who's gone out and got themselves a Pod Bible issue 20. Everybody who's got in touch with their feedback. Everybody who continues to support Pod Bible. Uh, if you go to podbiblemag.com, you can sign up to our newsletter that comes out every Wednesday. You can read all the extra stuff. I mentioned at the start that Fran Taraskis is doing a great job as our digital editor. She's got loads of great content up there, interviews, reviews, recommendations, lists of all the podcasts that you should be checking out, uh, new podcasts that have come out, top tens, top fives, top sevens, top threes. I don't think we've got any top threes. That would be silly. Uh, But all sorts of top lists for you to check out, podbiblemag.com. I'm Adam Richardson, at my name is Ad on Twitter, if you fancy getting in touch with me. But until the next episode in a couple of weeks, episode 106, that is it for the Pod Bible podcast. I will speak to you very soon.